Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick, and guess what? You guys are listening to The Jim Bob Show. Hey, this is Wayne Larrabee, and you're listening to Roar on WGN. It is the one and only Ron Jaworski. Jim Bob, it's Ron Jaworski. I, I know, I'm in, I'm in awe, I know. But oh, awesome. come on, you guys are awesome, man. Keep up the great work. Hey, this is Brian Urlacher, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. That's awesome. Oh, and that's then, it. How about one? This is Brian Urlacher. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's I love that one. <laughs> Sports bring people together. That's one of the good things about sports. When you go to Houston Astros games, there's all races, all colors, all creeds, all ages. Sports is one of the few things in our divided country that brings us all together, so it's great for us to tie into sports. U of H is mighty hot in college basketball, so we'll see the final four is at NRG Stadium in Houston this year, so lots of good things coming up. 720 WGN High atop Chicago. In the Roar Podcast Series, the Jim Bob Show with Dane Jim Bob on the line with us is a great guest that is big in sports, business, betting, and most of all, beloved by fans and furniture customers in his home state of Texas. And Jim Bob is making big news nationwide. My gosh, let me tell you something. We have got Jimmy Mattress Mac McAvale, known across the world as Mattress Mac. And and Mac, Dana and I were teasing each other in the studio here earlier, and I go, you know, we got to ask him. I go, how come it's not like armoire Mac or, or bedstand Mac or, or coffee table Mac? You must have been focused on selling a hell of a lot of mattresses. Tell us about how the name came about. First of all, Jim, Bob, you made me laugh when you called me Jimmy. Only my mother ever <laughs> called me Jimmy. So, uh, God rest your soul. That's a fond memory. Years ago, I was struggling down here in the furniture business in Houston, and I read an article about this guy in West Texas who was uh, selling tires. And he was, his business was floundering. He was about to go broke. So he got this crazy idea that he would wear a tire Everywhere he went, when he went to uh, work, when he went to PTA meeting, when he went to church, when he went to Little League game, whatever. And he became known as the tire man and ended up getting rich on tires. Everybody related him to tires. So many years ago, when I was about to go broke, I decided to put a mattress on and I became known as Mattress Mac and mattresses sell more often than any other item in the furniture business, so I made a good choice. Well, I tell you what, I do love the story, and uh, we, we were having some fun in the studio. Is that Dane goes, why, why couldn't it have been coffee table max? And I go, <laughs> and so we're we're laughing about it, and and so he goes, hey, I'm Rec Room Randy. I'm competing against Mattress Mac, but you you know, as from a business standpoint, your stores you've opened up. I mean, you, you got to be one of the leading furniture sales in in the entire country. Yeah, as far as sales per square foot, we sell probably more than anybody. We have three retail stores and big internet sites, so we've done very well. And I discovered years ago that the money is truly in the matches. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it definitely is. Well, you know, Mac, it, it, on the business side, you know, you've got an innovative approach to it, and you've done a, a hell of a job in regards to you and I both share a passion in uh, sports gaming and, and gambling and so forth, and you've brought this innovative approach, and I, I'd like to hear it. Sure. One of my mottos, Jim, Bob, and Dane, is go back to square one and promote. And the problem with furniture is it's rather uh, boring, so we want to make it exciting. And nothing's more relevant and exciting to customers, at least our type of customers in sports. So the promotion is uh, TCU being a Texas team, and you buy a mattress at Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, Stearns, Foster, 3000 plus. If if TCU wins, you get double your money back, double. So if you spend a $6,000 on a mattress, TCU wins, you get $12,000 back in cold, hard cash. 
What a deal for the customers. I'm telling you what, I'm thinking about coming down. I'm going to fly fly down to Houston. Everybody needs another mattress. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. Is that, so I went to Kansas State. Mac and so I was in Dallas for the Big 12 championship game and Kansas State as as the only blemish on TCU's record. Did you play the money line and we'll have to explain to the listeners the money line uh, versus the the spread. What'd you play on it? I, I didn't bet on that games. I bet on games where we're running a promotion because I tend to bet very very large sums. That was a you know a great game, good for Kansas State. Uh, TCU lost that game right there on the conversion on the overtime, so it was a uh, a tough deal for TCU. You know, you're you're famous for your promotions in, in regards to your you're most famous for your your Astros promotions and and like the people up here in, in, in our area up in Chicago and surrounding areas and so forth. Tell us a little bit about how you got into to doing that and, and talk about how difficult is it when you go to place bets of that significance in Vegas, which is one of my favorite places in the world. And <laughs> but but let Step it out for us. You know, I initially got into this many years ago when the newly formed Houston Texans were playing the Dallas Cowboys in the first ever regular season game between those two Texas interstate rivals. And I figured there was no way the Texans would win. I was always fascinated by these people that insured hole-in-one contest and that sort of thing. So I decided I'd insure it myself. This was 15, 20 years ago. In a couple of days, we sold over a million five in furniture, and that was a whole lot to us back then. And I didn't buy any bet insurance for that game. Well, at halftime, the Texans were ahead 14 to nothing. I was going to have a heart attack. Then they ended up losing the Cowboys. So that was my first foray into, you know, using uh, sports as a leverage where the customer has nothing to lose. They're still getting furniture whether they win or lose, but they can gain everything. If the uh, team that they pick wins, they get all their money back. Not store credit. It's the best deal since sliced bread. Are you an accomplished gambler? I mean, did you spend a lot of time in Vegas? I couldn't pick my brother out of a room full of chihuahuas. Let me tell you how accomplished I am. Last year, I was trying to get a promotion on the Final Four. So we had the promotion that said, if a Texas team makes the Final Four and they win, you get your money back. So no Texas team made the Final Four. In my provision was, if a Texas team doesn't make the Final Four, and the team closest geographically to Houston is your team. Well, the team last year closest geographically to Houston happened to be Kansas, and Kansas won, and our customers received $14 million in money back. So that was my great uh, handicapping skills. Well, well, Mac, you think about this. You know, it's always great when you can have that relationship with the customers in the market and have them kind of know and feel like they know you and have it be familiar. You know, you've got that connection to sports, and obviously the, the gambling has gone really well with it. As gambling has become more acceptable, is this the kind of thing where you thought, hey, we should do more of this? Really, the way I decided to do more of it when, when there was more places to, you know, bet in the United States legally, we started with the Astros 2017, really serious on this. Astros win the World Series. Back then, there's only two places you could bet, which would be Nevada and New Jersey. And since then, there's 30 different states. So you have a lot more options. And uh, one bookmaker may not like this big million-dollar bet. The other one probably will. So the opening up of legal bookmaking in 30 different states really has expanded this market for me to do these promotions and then so like when you were doing the big astros bet and you had to go around how many different casinos did you have to spread that around to take that bet and explain that to the listeners because you're one of the greatest sports gamblers 
in my entire era of, of living here. And, and we want to make sure everybody understands. I mean, you're one of the legends of all time of gambling. To lay out how much time it took to get those bets placed and how many places you had to lay it down in Vegas. Well, I understand I'm not the greatest sports gambler of all time. One of my favorite writers was Damon Runyon, and I'm in the horse racing business. Damon Runyon said, all horse players die broke, so I'm not falling in that category. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, obviously money line all the time, you know, laying the points is 110 to 100. There's not enough leverage there. So on the Astros, last year when they were 12 to 1 at win bet, that's the way back in June, I bet a million dollars. And they were 10 to 1 at Caesars, and I bet $3 million, and Caesars took that bet. That was a manly bet. And then toward uh, the middle of July, they were 5 to 1, and I went to bet uh, at four or five different places, 2 or $3 million apiece. So I ended up with about $10 million bet on the Astros at 7.5 to 1 cumulative odds. So when they won, then I got that $75 million payday, all of which went back to the customers. And I got to tell you, talk about building the brand. Nothing builds a brand more than giving back people checks for ten and twenty thousand dollars. Do you feel like because you've always been a team guy, a team sport guy? Do you feel like your customers aren't just customers? Do you feel and do they feel like they're on the same team with you? Yeah, I say you know when we do these promotions, I'm pulling for the customers. I'm not uh, going alone anymore like I did on the Texans years ago. Sports bring people together. That's one of the good things about sports. When you go to a Houston Astros games, there's all races, all colors, all creeds, all ages. And everybody's wearing Astros orange and blue, and everybody feels a sense of community. So sports is one of the few things in our divided country that brings us all together. So it's great for us to tie into sports. Well, you're sharing things as well because, you know, WGN, I think Jim Bob may have mentioned it, 38 states in Canada, the signal reaches everywhere. And as you're influencing a lot of people in Texas and in your area, I'm sure especially as, as gambling has become easier to do, have you had other business leaders come to you and say, hey, Mac, can you show us how to do this? Or we'd like to do something like that. Can you show us the way? You know, this, this, all this sports gambling stuff sounds easy, but it's actually pretty tricky. You can get burned real quick. I've been burned several times. But, you know, you learn from those life's hard lessons. you got to be careful on these things, but done right, it can be a great, a great way to draw in customers, especially when there's a local flavor. That's why the Astros are so big. It was a hometown team. Yeah. Well, Mac, you say you're not accomplished, but you actually are the man of record with the largest sports payout in gambling history with your $75 million that you took on the Astros win. And I'm, I was just doing the math there and I'm like going, that's 25,000 mattresses, Mac. How many mattresses do you sell a month? We sell a lot of them when we have promotions. We sell two or three times more than a regular day, uh, Saturday and Sunday out here, we're incredibly busy with these mattresses because the people wanted to get in the TCU promotion. So the sports promotions really pump up the business and it gets people excited. And I was amazed to find out how many TCU fans live in Houston. And at the same time, people that are UT fans or Texas A&M fans or University of Houston fans are still supporting the Frogs because they are a Texas team. How about this? Not everybody knows this, but Mac, so you, you know, you went to the University of Texas. My good buddy, Billy Bradley, great Texas football player, uh, led the NFL in the interception with the Philadelphia Eagles talking about it. So tell us about your, your career as uh, being an athlete at Texas. And then, uh, I think it was you, North Texas State, wasn't it? Yeah. Super Bill Bradley was four to five years ahead of me. He's a legend, Texas high school football and at the University of Texas and at the Philadelphia Eagles and a great guy, somebody I really admire. So I played football at the University of Texas in 1969 and 1970. 
when the Longhorns proudly won 30 straight games, two consecutive national championships. And I got to tell you, Jim Bob, Bob played at the University of Texas. I only had two small problems. Number one, I was too small. Number two, I was too slow. And the position I played was called the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that? And, and so, uh, not everybody knows this either, Mac. But you had the opportunity to box a little bit with Muhammad Ali, and, and tell. I knew you didn't know this. I know this. And so, tell us about the story about you getting in the ring with Muhammad Ali, and and you got to have some. Boy, I got to tell you something, man. You got some gall, Mac. So tell us about it. I used to do a little Golden Gloves boxing when I was in high school. So. Many years ago, I was running this health club, and we had a booth at this Muhammad Appreciation Day at the big convention center in Dallas, and the star attraction was Muhammad Ali. He was in limbo then because he'd been suspended by the Boxing Association, but he still do exhibitions. He was going to do an exhibition fight at this uh, market hall in Dallas, and so we had a booth there selling health club memberships. And since I'd boxed him in Golden Gloves, he came down to box all the local heavyweights, and they were all trying to take his head off. He was out there in the ring with a microphone, and he was talking trash to him and he dispatched four or five of them they looked out in the audience he said anybody out there want to try me i threw up my hand i said yeah i do he said, yeah come on up here you're the great white hope so i went up there and they're lacing the gloves on me he's whispering in my ear that the greatest of all time is whispering in my ear what to do and i said i can't do that he said you got to do it i said okay so we went out the first round and i'm just plummeting him and all the crowds murmuring and, and saying who is this guy and i'm hitting him hard as i can and he goes wobbly knee like he would back to his and sits down like he's about to pass out. Then we go out to the second round, and he gets me a clinch. He says, and we come out of it, do it. I said, okay. So come out of the clinch, and I hit him in the head, one, two, three. And he fell over backwards, threw his knees over his head, and started going into convulsions with those tassels on his, uh, on his shoes like he was knocked out. And the crowd was murmuring, and the crowd was mad, and this and that. And I, I grabbed the microphone first, and I said, I knocked the camp out, I knocked the camp out, I knocked the camp out. And then he... He, he jumped up, grabbed the microphone, said, y'all leave him alone. I told him to do all that. <laughs> That's a great, great story. That is fantastic. Now, I got to tell you, so, you know, I called my buddy Daryl Dickey. And uh, I, I said, hey, I know that you know Mac. I go, will you call James, uh, his son? And, and I knew James had, had worked with, with Coach Dickey at North Texas State. And I said, I got to get Mac on. And we want him on the show and, and so forth. And, and Daryl gets to uh, telling me stories about you. And so I start doing the research on your political, you know, your active and in, in political cause and so forth. And I, I start doing the research. And I got to tell you, Mac, your sports betting record is a lot better than your back in candidate record because I thought you were like 0 for 7 on candidates that you backed for a while there. Hey, whatever. I just back, I back candidates that support God, duty, honor, country. That's what I believe in and will to the day I die. And I'm big on free enterprise and I'm get, big on people getting jobs because I think that work is life's greatest therapy. People ask me every day I hit the store when I work seven days a week, when are you going to retire? I said, I'm going to die at the front desk and I will die happy. Hey, Mac, in regards to uh, to that, you've done so much for the city and, and uh, philanthropic areas and so forth is, is that you got a great heart and you're giving. Tell the people a little bit about some of the things. I, when, when the hurricanes came, I know you let people in the, in the stores to, so they could you know have some place to stay. You, you fed people 3,000 meals a day. I mean, you, you've done some incredible stuff what's behind all that you know it's probably my catholic upbringing and my parents my parents taught me that right was right and wrong was wrong and so when you know that hurricane harvey hit and these people are drowning it's kind of simple i got a furniture store i got trucks we can go pick them up we can bring them in here and shelter them 
what am I going to do? Let my people drown? So we brought two or 300 people in here to the store. We had sofas, we had mattresses, we had food, we had dining room tables. And, uh, you know, all these pe- people I know in the furniture business were freaking out. How can you let these strangers live on your sofas or mattresses or whatever? And so I said, well, uh, that's what we're going to do. And we did it. And, uh, out of all the people in there, only two or three of them peed on the mattress of that one bed, and it all worked out. That's awesome, Mac. I'll tell you what, I, I, I best of luck to you, Mac, and enjoyed the time with you today. We want to have you on again, and, and, and I know that you're going to have a tons of promotions. What's next on your agenda? I try to bet futures. That way I can give the customers real value when they buy the furniture. So a couple of futures working on uh, U of H is mighty hot in college basketball. So we'll see the final four is at NRG Stadium in Houston this year. So lots of good things coming up. I always do a big Kentucky Derby promotion. So we're looking forward to a lot of good sports promotions to excite the, the great customers and Sports promotion brings in more new customers than anything we've ever done. You know, you feel like, and I know that you're grateful for all the success, you know, but I got to say, we wish we had a Mattress Mac up here, and I'm sure people in all the places that are here in this wish that same thing too, because not only do they have a great place to get furniture, you know, a great deal, an opportunity to get some extra winnings through some fun promotions, but also they have a friend, right? You're a friend of the community in a bunch of different ways. And uh, so we'll have links up at uh, the Roar Podcast site and at WGNRadio.com. Common Jim Bob. Hey, before we let you off, Mac, you know, you've done so well in business and so forth. And, and I'm a businessman as well. And I have a lot of people that come to me and, and ask me for advice. What does Jimmy Mattress Mac McInvale, what's the one or two things that you would tell somebody who wants to be a, an entrepreneur and be successful? Lay us out the two or three things that you think you really got to have and do to, to be a success. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a school teacher, whether you're a football coach like my great friend Daryl Dickey, my advice to uh, young people when they ask me that, what should I do to have a great life, is real simple. Find a job you love to do and you'll never have to work a day in your life. I love it. I love it. I guess that's what makes us successful, Dane, is that we love everything we do, buddy. Well, good thing we get to talk to you. (laughs) Talk to guys like that. Hey, Mac, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing you when I get down to Houston next. And, uh, we're going to go out and we're going to have a heck of a bang up time. And thank you for your time today and, and, uh, tell your staff, appreciate their consideration as well. And we really enjoyed it. Absolutely. We get Daryl and his lovely wife to go with us and go frogs. That's all right. Hey, go Mac, buddy. Good luck tonight. Thanks, guys. Bye bye.